0: Bring additional things, but each time keeping in mind uh, the usability. There are major changes, and we pay a lot of efforts not to break anything. So, this is why our developers do test the code all the time so that there is no regression, etc. So, we bring improvements, but we pay
1: attention not to break anything. Hi Odooers, and welcome back for another episode of our Tech & Dev series. Today, we take you behind the scenes, teasing some of our best upcoming accounting features for Odoo 17. Our revolutionary accounting module has already shaken up the industry and transformed the way accountants work, earning an international reputation. But hold on tight, because it's about to get even better. Joining us today to delve into the roadmap of these apps is Benjamin Stieno, one of our accounting product owners at Odoo. We'll be discussing the enhancements that await us and dive into the thought process behind these choices and gain insight into Odoo's visionary plans for the future. Whether you're an accountant, an enthusiastic Odoo user, or a change leader within your company, this episode is for you. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, Benjamin. Hi, Olivier. So today we're going to talk about the future a little bit uh, for accounting. Okay. That's exciting, right? (laughs) That's exciting. That's kind of exciting. So what do you have in store for us today because Odoo 16 was introducing a lot of things uh, in accounting so what can we expect for Odoo 17
0: Yes indeed you are right uh, Odoo 16 was a version where we changed quite a lot of features we brought innovations new things and I would say that V17 is uh, a moment where we can uh, we could fine tune those this version we could improve it somehow and uh like bring additional things but each time keeping in mind uh the usability. Mm-hmm. So we all the efforts we make are in terms of usability, how can we improve, how can we
1: achieve the the, the same output with less clicks. Mm-hmm. So long story short, we didn't break anything this year or not as much as last time. Uh, hopefully we didn't break anything, and uh, we still have some time just to make sure about that. Mm-hmm. By the way, for those not knowing it, I'm gonna say we oui a lot because I'm part of the accounting team, so I'm one of the developers working on the module. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say we. Oui. Uh, yes, and I guess <laughs> we can be proud of it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's maybe start with uh, generic accounting. So features that are common for like nearly every country, I would say. What did we change on that side? Uh, there
0: is one thing that comes to my mind immediately. It's the management of the deferrals. Mm-hmm. So before in you know, Odoo, we had those deferred expenses and deferred revenues.
1: Could you explain in a few words what it is? To well, it's and... like
0: when you you sell something, for example, and uh, you know that it has to impact your profit and loss on a longer period than just the months at which you, you, you do the sale. Mm-hmm. And so you want to record like a fifth on month number one, then a month number two for five months. Mm -hmm. And it can be across two different fiscal years. You want to impact each month or each year differently. And what we did is that we materialized that. We had records for that, for the Mm -hmm. deferred management, but basically it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. And so we like changed the way it worked uh, before you had to record those things, and now it it works out of the box. From the invoice, you just say which account from your profit and loss account you want to impact. Mm-hmm. When does it start? When does it end? Mm-hmm. And Odoo does the magic. Okay. And
1: can you explain maybe a little bit how this magic works?
0: The magic works uh, uh, in two ways. Either you want to have very very detailed uh, entries to track it, and for a very very easy audit. Mm-hmm. It works for small databases. Each time you do an invoice, when you post the invoice, it will trigger the the entries that are necessary. Mm-hmm. The second way is for bigger databases, because we observed that it consumes a lot of
1: entries. Okay, so it, in other words, it creates a lot of journal items, right? Plenty of
0: entries. When you okay. have like 10 sales, you want to spread them towards 12 periods. Mm-hmm. 10 times 12, it's uh, hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. So it it kind it's it's uh, talkative. Mm-hmm. On big databases, mm-hmm. let's suppose that you sell ten thousand invoices, mm-hmm. and probably for Odoo it's uh, likely. Mm-hmm. And all those uh, sales are for one year. You come to a hundred and twenty thousand entries, mm-hmm. which is so it grows really really fast. A nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we decided to do is to to allow from a report, from a dedicated report, to press a button. You click the button; it will trigger globalizing entries that have the same output. But rather than having hundreds of them and to multiply, mm-hmm. you just add. You do it in one go for
1: multiple invoices.
0: In one mm-hmm. go, and you will have like for the twelve months I was talking about, you will have one entry grouped, and rather than one hundred and twenty thousand, you have
1: like ten thousand and twelve, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. way less but same output. OK, cool. I think that's a good thing, because indeed, when your database becomes big, it can become really complex for you to track what is in your accounting if you have too many entries like that.
0: Yes, because in the daily management, you will observe those entries each time, and you will have to filter them out Mm -hmm. just to go and get what you need. Mm -hmm. And certainly, it will impact the the performances of your database as well. OK.
1: I suggest we move on to uh, a next new feature, I heard about the words audit trail. So what is this mysterious term about?
0: Yes, the audit trail is uh, a feature that we were talked about and asked for in different countries. And our colleagues in India had a legal requirement. Mm-hmm. So they had to make it uh, themselves to, to make a proposition because they, they had to react super fast. And when it came to our attention, we thought that it might be a, a good option. So in India, each database will have it mm-hmm. out of the box because they need it. It's required. But it, a, in other countries, it's more like the decision of the, 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 the user. Mm-hmm. And if he wants it, we decided to to take this code and to make it an option mm-hmm. so that you can go for it and you can benefit from so it, but it's forced not forced. To
1: it. Okay. And technically, how does it work? Uh,
0: Technically, it will globally allow you to uh, make sure that you never delete any input. Mm -hmm. So in Odoo, we go for the flexibility. Mm -hmm. But in the accounting world, it's uh, probably something which is hard for some users to accept. Mm and activating this option guarantees them that they won't delete they won't be able to delete anything mm. and when you have multiple users somehow even though you trust your colleagues you want to make sure that a human error will not occur so in this case when you activate this option it's somehow under control you make sure that any input will never be fully
1: deleted and so you keep some kind of a log of the changes that are done as well
0: that's it you keep you keep logs and you can track anything that happened and you can justify for an auditor, you can
1: track anything that happened in the in the DB. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. Changes in multi-company are coming for Odoo 17, right?
0: Yes, indeed. And uh, I would say this time again, it comes from India. So they had specific needs. Then again, (laughs) uh, (laughs) because it's a key country for Mm -hmm. us, uh, for Odoo. And uh, in India, they have like 36 states. Okay. Which means that they can have warehouses in those all those states, and each time they have a warehouse, uh, if I remember well, they can have a different tax ID. So it's it's kind of complex, and uh, in Odoo, we Odoo seventeen will allow the branches management so that you can have a representation of each warehouse, each subdivision. It can be a business unit or a branch. Mm-hmm. And you can divide them in Odoo, which is at the moment not exactly feasible Mm -hmm. in the versions that we all know. But in Odoo 17, we plan to make it
1: happen. And how will it work then? Some kind of hierarchy between companies? It's
0: it's some kind of hierarchy between the companies. So a branch will be materialized as
1: uh, a child company Mm -hmm. of the company that you are working in. And in accounting uh, specifically, how is it? Going to work. So, will it be like in older versions of Odoo, where you have well different companies, and so each of them will have its own chart of accounts, its own accounting? Or
0: no, in this context here, you will have a mother company, which is probably the, the certainly the legal entity, and then Hopefully. the business units are like it's abstract, but it's not really a legal entity, but mm-hmm. it's a, a business unit, and it shares the the chart of account of the mother company. So you have three branches. Let's let let's call them A, B, and C, mm-hmm. they will have a common chart of account, common set of taxes, etc. And if they have specific needs, like for example, you would have a bank account in branch A that only branch A should be able to see and mm-hmm. branch B should not be able to see. Mm-hmm. And then you will define this journal and this bank account in branch A, more specific on top of the, the chart of
1: account, the shared chart of account on the mother company. Mm-hmm. So everything is shared unless you define it as being something just for one branch. That's it. Okay, okay, okay. And And the mother can
0: see everything because the mother is the legal entity and it has to be able to report on anything that happens. Mm -hmm. But the sisters, A and B, between them, they can define a way of working that excludes the visibility so that the managers of B Mm -hmm. won't see what happens in A Mm -hmm. because it's the Choice of the user.
1: Yeah, it's different branches. Okay, and is this structure recursive? So, I mean, can a child of some some company have children of its own and have like sub branches of sub branches of sub branches? As far as I can tell, yes. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so, we didn't break anything, but this is a big change. Huh?
0: <laughs> there are major changes, <laughs> and we pay a lot of efforts not to break anything. Mm-hmm. So, this is why our developers and you know it better than I than I do. Uh, do test the code all the time mm-hmm. so that there is no regression, etc. So we bring improvements, but we pay attention not to break anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and indeed, from a developer point of view, this branch thing is a bit scary, uh, I must say, at the beginning. And then when you when you see how it's supposed to work, I think it's perfectly fine. The only thing is that it changes the way you you have to see in your mind the company ID field on the records. So, um, so I won't give any more technical details, but that's... That's how uh, I was convinced by, by it, uh, from by William. Okay, so another feature for which we change a lot of things that is dear to my heart uh, is the reports. Uh, so what do we do for the reports?
0: I, I guess uh, by humidity, I should give you the floor when it comes <laughs> to reports, because it's really what you've been doing. Mm. Uh, we improve them quite a lot. What I can tell from the functional point of view, and then you will develop maybe more of the technical one, mm-hmm. but from okay. the functional point of view, uh, one of the things that clearly comes to my mind is that now we can have sections, reports with sections. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? It means you can have both a balance sheet and a profit and loss grouped together in, uh, in a grouped report or in, we, we call it a composite report for mm-hmm. the moment. It means that, for example, for the user, he can, in one click, obtain the PDF, the grouped PDF of both his balance sheet and his PNL. This is clearly a feedback received from uh, accounting firms. They want to do it, they have to do it all the and time. It's a
1: legal requirement in France, right? Um, to have the and together?
0: I'm not too sure that it's a legal requirement because we could do it before, but it was more clicks mm-hmm. and you had to uh, obtain the balance sheet, obtain the PL, then prob- potentially yeah, okay. group them in but one you have PDF.
1: To, yeah, I mean you have to submit them together, and it's going to be easier now.
0: Yes, it's going to mm-hmm. be easier, and certainly in the daily management between an accounting firm and its clients, mm-hmm. they can in one click send all a group of reports that the
1: client ask for, mm-hmm. asks for. Asks mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to 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 be clear for people, maybe getting worried about what you just said, we we group them into a single report, but it doesn't mean that when you open this report you load both of them at the same time so it, we did something clever with that and basically those reports will be displayed as different pages and when you t- switch page they will be they will be loaded roughly that's how it works so,
0: it, it's super flexible if you want not to use it you can if you want to use it to use your balance sheet standalone on one hand and grouped with the pnl on the other hand you can do sure. it it's super flexible
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. also this will allow defining more complete tax reports. Because, you know, uh, with tax reports in a lot of countries, you have all those appendices that you can submit with them depending on various conditions and that most people don't don't need. And so, so far, we did not really support them for nearly every country. I think Luxembourg is the only one for which we still support everything in Odo 16. And we made that choice. And with the sections, we will be able to add those those appendices uh, over the years uh, everywhere without, I mean putting it in front of everyone all the time and just making the user interface crowded with tons of options everywhere. And there they will just be inactive sections that people can uh, activate if they want them. So I think that's also uh, a very nice use of the very same feature. So that's interesting because it's doing two things at the same time.
0: And I think it will also allow users to understand better that some reports sometimes interact with each other. Mm-hmm. I have the example of the, the tax report in Europe and uh, the its annex, which is the EC sales list. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that for the average user, the newbie uh, entering Odoo, discovering, creating this company, that he is aware that when the tax report impacts some tax grids, then an annex is necessary. And thanks to this feature, it can
1: it can become very clear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, indeed, indeed. So on the report for the technical changes, uh, I mean. OK, this one is technical, but not only because uh, the UI changes a lot as well. We didn't say it, but the, the styling of the report is totally different. It's way more modern today. It has been a long time since we last, last really changed it entirely. And so it was about time, I think, to just modernize everything. For the technical argument behind it, also, the all, all the styling has been rewritten. So it's way cleaner now, I can say it. Also, all the reports are now using, so the JavaScript side uh, is using all. so. That is a nice improvement. And it's a load, I mean, introducing the sections and so on. And also, it's uh, entirely customizable now, which was not the case before. I mean, if you wanted to customize something on the JavaScript side of the repository, for for, for small changes in the way the UI UI elements interact with each other, it was just not possible. It was not made for that. Now it's made for that, just like the Python part is. Uh, and so I think it's it's a really, really, really nice improvement as well. I mean, developers would like it. I'm pretty sure about it. Uh, so kudos to Ruben to for, for the work he did on that. If you listen to us, hi. Okay, so I think we can move on to the to, to one next point. Uh, uh, do you have anything more to say about what we changed uh, for yes. 2017?
0: Yes, I think we should. F- we could focus on the usability improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, small details that change the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we changed the way we send. We allow sending and printing invoices. There was a wizard, and when you pressed on the wizard, you had already the attachments, etc., uh, that you plan to send to the user. Mm-hmm. We changed the way it works to be more uh, intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the attachments are. Not there anymore. You have just a placeholder mentioning that the attachment will be done, mm-hmm. but it's not generated. So, upon you pressing the button, it and you gain time with that. So. You gain time; mm-hmm. it goes faster. You don't store anything. That did I send it? Did I go until mm-hmm. the end of the process, or mm-hmm. did I discard the action? Which means that finally, I, I pressed the send and print button, but I, I I didn't send it at the end of the day. This is to me, without entering in the details, a major improvement in, uh, in Odoo 17. Yeah,
1: I agree, because I mean, it's, it's probably not the killer feature that we will, we will show all the time. We're the first thing that we're going to talk about every time. But still, this kind of improvement is maybe more important, actually, because it's impacting every flow of everyone every day, uh, which is not the case for even things like the reports or stuff like that.
0: And I, I I think I can also tell that it simplifies the code. It mm-hmm. has been done in a way which makes it functionally more intuitive, but also uh, technically more readable.
1: <laughs> so everyone wins. Absolutely. Other <laughs> small improvements like that. So we did a lot of them, but if you can just name a few of them.
0: Uh, yes, certainly. We have a SAFT reports. It's like reports for audit. You have to mm-hmm. to like send all your accounting in a structured way. And before, when you had to, to do that, but your, your records were not perfectly correct, like, for example, a zip code was missing mm-hmm. for a, a customer and it was required, or the country was missing, mm-hmm. even though we allow it in Odoo, at the moment you wanted to obtain your report, you had, like,
1: errors raised all the time mm-hmm. until all those corrections were made. So you had to retry every time you checked, You you... you. Fixed something to, to to see if there was another, yes. another one missing. Another so you
0: correct all the zip codes, and then it comes to the countries, and then it comes to whatever might mi- might be missing. Mm-hmm. And here we changed the way it works to avoid the, the user having to spam the button all the time. And now I can all hear all are are the
1: user hearing users hearing that being
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, it's it's uh, something we could foresee. And mm-hmm. so now from the report, you will have banners on the, the report telling you that, okay, if you try to, to export it, you will face those issues. Mm-hmm. So press on the on the banner before, mm-hmm. correct the mistakes, the missing records that mm-hmm. prevent you to have a proper report. Then retry and it should work. And then do it in one click. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's true that we did this kind of improvements in, in various places. Another another one that I, I think about is the, the follow-up, where when you try generating the follow-up for Everyone, and one of them was missing uh, an email if your follow-up level requires an email uh, or or the phone number if you send an SMS. It was not working. It was blocking uh, and telling you, oh, you need to fix some customers first. And it didn't tell you which ones. So it was not very easy to use. And so we improved that so that you have just one error saying, oh, some customers are missing information. All the other ones, we generate the follow-up for them. And for them, you have a button to see them and fix them. And then you can retry sending the follow-up. I think it's way better like that.
0: Yes, I have other examples as well with the Swiss
1: uh, invoices, for example. Mm-hmm. They have this Swiss QR bill mm-hmm. uh, very specific to the Swiss market. Mm-hmm. So it's a QR code and the invoices you make for the customers. P- pretty much like what is done for this for SIPA, uh, except that they have a, a dedicated uh, layout for, for this QR code on That's the dedicated it. page. Yeah?
0: And here again, if you had like one information missing, it could prevent you from, from obtaining what you need. Mm-hmm. Now it's way more responding. Mm -hmm. If you press the button, you want all those PDFs, you will obtain the QR code for each invoice that allows it. And for the other ones, even though you expected a QR code, but records, well, information are missing, Mm -hmm. at least you obtain a PDF, you
1: don't get an error. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For all these, the small improvements like that, were they all made for uh, Odoo 17 or were some things also uh, made in stable? No, each time we, we... challenge uh, the features,
0: the improvements. Each time we wonder, is it a legal requirement? Then we will go for the older possible version. And each time it doesn't break anything and we can have the users benefiting from it
1: immediately mm. we do it in, mm. in stable versions. Of course, without ruining the stable policy for the developers among you. Huh? Absolutely. But indeed, we try to stay flexible and have something that meets the need because uh, it's not just a technical problem to solve. Each
0: time we challenge that because we know that for the users to have it as soon as possible, when it's feasible, mm-hmm. we,
1: we deliver it mm-hmm. quickly. Okay, so another big subject, I mean, the other big subject... Uh, when it comes to accounting, is localizations. Yes, indeed. So what did we do? Did we do something it, on localization? It's, <laughs> it's the same
0: team that does the localizations and accounting, the generic accounting, uh, same developers. We, I could tell you that we brought new COAs, new reports, new exports, new EDIs. I could mention uh, plenty of countries that we focus on, like France, Italy, Norway, Netherlands, Poland. Mm-hmm. But probably if I go too much in the Italian details, the Dutch uh, <laughs> users won't care, and, and the other way around. <laughs> so what I could tell you is that uh, each time it uh, goes about the the localizations, we have to adapt our uh, glasses mm-hmm. and to remember that the specificities of a market are not always like uh, what we know in Belgium because the R&D is mainly in Belgium, mm-hmm. uh, we have to adapt, we have to listen carefully. This being said, there are things that we do for everyone mm-hmm. that we didn't mention yet. It's Odoo became an access point on the Peppel network. Mm-hmm. It has been demanded plenty of times, and now it uh, becomes a reality. So could you explain more practically speaking practically, what it means? Peppel is a, a network, a closed network, mm-hmm. where all people who interact in it are like identified behind access points. And we, as an access point, we operate like, like a post Mm -hmm. we, we receive or we send uh, invoices, envelopes, mm -hmm. and we must make sure as an access point that each time we receive something, we deliver it to the proper recipient. Mm -hmm. And each time someone sends an invoice on the network to someone we must be in a position where we can identify which access points hides or represents mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. And, uh, the, this recipient. Mm-hmm. And we must guarantee that we can play the role and the rules of this network. Mm-hmm. And transmit the information. Transmit right. the information, rec- receiving or sending, which we do now. Uh, I could go more in the details, but the, the nice thing here is that it impacts more than one country. Mm-hmm. It impacts plenty of countries. Mm-hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I guess something like that, it must be like worldwide.
0: Yes, it's worldwide. Mm -hmm. It was a European initiative, Mm -hmm. but it's also present now in Singapore, in Japan and uh, in uh, New Zealand,
1: Australia. So Mm -hmm. it's much wider. Mm -hmm. So yeah, interesting feature indeed. Uh, All right. Anything else regarding localization or country specific features like that?
0: Maybe one because uh, it's a key one for the Swiss market because they are not part of the EU, Mm -hmm. exactly part of the EU. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't follow the DSP2 regulation. So for the bank synchronization, we had no exactly proper solution Mm -hmm. and we implement the Swiss standards with Mm -hmm. B-Link for the Swiss users so that it's uh, also feasible for them to synchronize their bank transactions easily, okay. even though they are not
1: part of the EU. Yeah, that's good news for them as well. That's so good news easy. for them. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're reaching the end of the episode uh, already. Uh, Thank how you. How was it? Uh, <laughs> ah, it was uh, it was a pleasure. It was... <laughs> Same for me, uh, you know, always, every day. Maybe, would you have a final word for people listening to us? Uh, Yes, um,
0: probably um, because of the growth of Odoo, our uh, team in R&D accounting, it also grew. Mm-hmm. And now we like are... A lot. Go listen to lot. the episode
1: about the team if you haven't already. Yeah, we, we, we have
0: like, <laughs> uh, when I started three years ago, uh, uh, we were one and a half or two product owners. Now we are four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of developers as well, it it was multiplied by three. Like Mm -hmm. 12 developers became 35 or something like that, which makes us, uh, we we are now in a position where we can answer to the feedbacks in a way that people and users can feel our efforts. The the, the time between the feedback and the answer is shortened a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think with, the number of different countries, variants, different accounting practices. uh, uh, It's it's very important to be able to work like that. And I would say this this is going to improve again in the future because we just like hired eight people, is that it? Uh, Yes, I uh, guess so. So it's going to be even better in the future. Yes,
0: and we can see that the developers quite quickly uh, are
1: able to bring added value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that will be the final word for today. The, f- the bright future is ahead of us. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> thank you for your answers. Thank you, Olivier. And that brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the sneak peek of Odoo 17 and it left you craving for more. If you're eager to explore further the exciting offerings of Odoo 17, mark your calendars for our grand in-house event Odoo Experience, taking place next November. And if you're in the mood for more captivating content, I highly recommend checking out our episode featuring KPMG. In that episode, we delve deep into the way the role of accountants is evolving and how technology is propelling it into a new era. It's an enlightening discussion you don't want to pass up. Until next time, cheers.